0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally how we do it, I would read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. However, on tonight, what I am going to do is read a poem that I wrote on last night, For my grandfather today as we buried him earlier today and normally when I'm recording the first take is what y'all get this is now the fifth take Um, so this is very hard for me and I apologize in advance if it is not up to par however this is the point granddad to know you is to love you your smile filled up each room your love for your family and friends was unconditional the love of god you certainly exuded you were enriched with wisdom you had a great sense of humor too You truly loved your children as well as your grandchildren. And oh, how you loved grandma, your beautiful wife, more than life. Yes, it will take some time for our hearts to mend. Although we know to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. We will continue to reminisce on all of the good memories you left us with. We love you, granddad, more than words can express. Therefore, it goes without saying, you will be missed. Our legend, Henry Arthur Mackey Sr., your legacy will live on through us all. We love you, love your granddaughter, Teresa Reese. And what I wanted to talk about is family Um, And the reason why I want to talk about family is because after experiencing what I experienced today, it just helped me to understand the importance of family. So as I went and attended my grandfather's funeral, I purposely did not bring my younger children. Um, For various reasons, but one of the primary reasons is because children have a tendency when they um, experience funerals, it can be a bit traumatizing for them. And the trauma that I've experienced, I really am trying to shield my children from experiencing similar trauma. And so I attended the WAKE And I attended his funeral solo, Dolo. And um, I was very emotional yesterday. And I was equally emotional today. But today I feel like I was emotional for way other reasons. And part of that was, is because although by the grace of God, I took time out to spend time with my grandparents and to get to know my grandparents and not lean on one version of the story of who they were. Um And I'm glad that I did that. I'm glad that I took the time out to formulate the relationship that I have with them and had with my grandfather. Um, however, when I was at the actual um, funeral and I'd already been in a state of shock yesterday because I met cousins that I did not know. And these were first cousins, my aunt's children. And so that took a, a while to process. Well, then today there was a young lady that um, the church that I attend on a regular basis before COVID-19 hit Um When we would see each other, we would greet each other. I would say hello to her because she was part of the singles ministry. And I had went to the singles ministry a couple of times. And so um, pretty much formulated a, a cordial relationship. And so as I was walking into the actual church building, I saw her. And so I waved and then she waved back. Well, then I ended up going in front of the church in order for me to... Um, present the poem that I wrote for my grandfather. And afterwards, when we were leaving to get ready, because the family goes first. And so when we were leaving out of the church to get ready to go to the site to bury my grandfather, um, the young lady stopped me and she was like, we're first cousins. And I just kind of nodded my head because by this time I'm not in shock any longer because I'm learning that there were cousins that I had that I had never met and so the shock had worn off since yesterday and it took me a moment to process that and I don't to be quite honest I do not know or believe that I have truly processed all that I have dealt with thus far however I'm trying and so um when she said that I kind of nodded my head like I know and then um she was like I said isn't that something And she said yeah and I was like we've been speaking to each other for a couple of years now never knowing that we were blood kin and I'm going somewhere with this so She looks around, she sees my big brother. A lot of people to this day did not know that I have a biological big brother. We share the same father. And so she looks at him and he's like, he says, Teresa, you know, they it's like they they were speaking with their eyes. And so I say, yeah, I've been hidden or I've been kept hidden is what I said and kind of chuckled. And although I chuckled, that was like a nervous chuckle. I mean, part of me felt it and still feels that way, like I've been hidden. And it can be a lot to process when you have a desire to wanna know your father's side of the family to the magnitude that you do. And for whatever reason, because of the history of what happened before, you came into the picture, it makes it a little more complicated. And so, I um, said a few words. She said a few words. She introduced me to my grandfather's sister. Then she started introducing me to a a lot of people. To where if you were to quiz me right now and ask me who those people were, I'm going to fail. Because it was too many people to retain that information. But, I thought about the sermon that had been spoken prior to my meeting her formally now because before then I just had met her through church but now it took on a different meaning when I find out that you're actually my cousin and so um yeah I think we were both kind of in a state of shock at that point And I'm glad that I was friendly to her. You never know whose path you're going to cross. So I'm glad that we were friendly to each other in that two years to where now it was kind of like the icing on the cake, so to speak, to find out that we're actually related. But then she gave me a backdrop and she told me how my little brother um, and her, that they would play all the time, play together and hang out together, that I was never there. And I said, no, because I was 10 years old when my mother presented me to my family again and so um so pretty much according to my mom what I was told is that because I was denied because the complexion of my skin did not match my father's complexion when I was born that I was denied and I just find that so ironic considering the fact that the complexion of my grandfather is light and the complexion of my grandmother is dark and my father's complexion was dark and I was born light. And so, but I was denied n- nevertheless, um, according to my mom. And so, um, you automatically have a sense of rejection when you find out that you've been denied. And... There was a sermon, though, that was preached during my fa- my grandfather's um, funeral today. And I have to paraphrase because I don't remember what he said verbatim, but it was along the lines of um, family. And when he was talking about family, he gave a scenario of Moses and Jethro when he went into depth about how Jethro in the Bible... How my grandfather was like Jethro in this day and age for my uncle and it was a very powerful sermon but he asked the question like do you do you like family or do you love family or do you want your you know like do you acknowledge family and I thought about that and I was like Lord you know it is kind of sad that here it is I am 47 years old. And there is a part of my lineage, there's a part of my identity, there's a part of me that I am not 100% aware of. And so I, the way that my mind works, the moment that I see that there's a missing piece of the puzzle, I start to try to find that missing piece. And so... I had posted on Facebook that I had the funeral and, you know, pretty much acknowledged my grandfather and, and all of that posted a few pictures of when he was younger, a photo with me and today's photo of what I look like prior to going to the funeral. And one of my cousins reached out and was, she literally said something to the effect of, that my grandmother was her cousin. So the moment that she said that like I don't know why but I now mind you I I have done a little bit of research but not a lot but when she said that I started explaining to her how my grandfather and I are connected. And I went on to tell her who my biological father was and you know and just that whole I broke broke it down really quickly. And so, I started thinking and I was like, you know what? my So this is on my dad's side. My dad's father passed away and we buried my dad's father today. Then I have my mother's side. So, because the cousin said that my grandmother on my mother's side is her cousin, I contacted my grandfather because she told me that my grandfather would be the one. And this is on my mom's side. So this is my mom's father. I contacted him, but he was asleep. (laughs) So I talked to his wife and so I asked her questions and I asked her a lot of questions. And I told her, I said, I'm just trying to find out where I fit in. Now, for some people, that may not seem like a big deal as long as they know their immediate family. For some people, that's sufficient. I, on the other hand, I am a little different and I'm cut from a different cloth. I want to know my truest identity, not a portion of my identity. I want to know my entire identity because there are certain qualities that I possess, that I truly believe were handed down to me from my biological father. And I'll give you an example. I literally made a comment and I may have mentioned it on the podcast yesterday, but I'm gonna say it again. So I literally mentioned to my aunt, just in speaking candidly, I was like, I think I got my artistic side from my dad. And I said, because I know that my brother draws but I know that I draw, and I feel like I got it from my dad's side. She's like, you did, your dad used to draw all the time. Now see, I never knew that. So the only way that I'm able to find out parts of who I am and why I do certain things that I do is to find out more about my dad's side of the family. And so I have an entrepreneurial spirit. I know that my aunt Lisa has an entrepreneurial spirit. And so it's just qualities that I see that I'm like, did I get this from my mom's side or did I get this from my dad's side? And those wheels have always been, this is nothing new. This is something I'm, I'm constantly trying to figure out who is Teresa And so when I was talking to my grandmother, she was like, there is a strong possibility that yes, there is a dual kinsmanship. However, it may be, although they carry the same last name, it may be from a different side. And I didn't understand that. So she was like, I tell you what, I will show you because my whole thing is it takes a while sometimes for me to process things, and just hearing it is not sufficient for me. Like, I have to hear it, I gotta see it, sometimes taste it, whatever. I gotta be it. I have to see the whole picture. Partially, no, I gotta put it all together. So it's like, she told me that she has like photo albums and uh, past family reunions, and that she will help me to kind of piece it together. So then I call my mom, because I wasn't done. Like, my research, my wheels are spinning. Um, and then I'm going to spend some time with my grandmother tomorrow. So I'm I'm all of this is purposeful. So my grandfather's wife, I'm going to spend time with my grandmother um, probably for the rest of this week. But I'm going to spend time with her on purpose intentionally because I have questions. And when we were going through the photo albums, me and my aunts, when we were going through the photo albums, for me to see my, my oldest child's photo was in the photo album, but I did not see one photo of me. Anybody else, that might not be a big deal. But for me, that was a big deal. You know that I'm your grandchild. Other than the pictures that I have taken, and that was me as an adult, there are no memories of me as a child that you have in your photo albums. And we went through like four. And so it's kind of like, this is the best way I can put it. It's kind of like I was born at Brackenridge Hospital. That's where I was born. Brackenridge Hospital is no longer, it is now Seton. But I know that I was born at that hospital. My birth certificate says that I was born at that hospital. My birth certificate has the address of where I was born. But the building is no longer. I have children. My children one day are going to have children. To just say that I am your grandchild And there not be an actual connection, like a a visual connection of how you can see how the dots are connected. That is a problem for me. Because my children need to understand their roots. They need to understand their lineage. And so I had the conversation with my other grandmother on my mom's side. And I told her, I said, "Um, all of this quietness and this. Not wanting to talk about things and keeping secrets and that doesn't set well with me. If there was incest going on, if there was, you know, a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on, how are curses going to be broken if everybody's quiet? And so I don't know. Maybe my turning those rocks over will start to open up a conversation that should have been had a long, long time ago. But I want to know my true identity. No matter how messed up it may be, I want to know my true identity. And I can't speak for everybody else. I can't. Some people are really okay. I have a brother that is like, I don't have to know if I have siblings out there. I don't have to know if, I, if my father is still living. Okay, that's your testimony. That is not my testimony. My father is dead. I will never be able to have a conversation with him concerning why he was not active in my life. So, my grandfather just passed away. My grandmother, his mother. Even though, yes, I have my aunts that I can talk to. But there's a part of the history concerning my biological father that my grandmother has. That I can never obtain from my grandfather because now he is deceased. So I feel as if I owe it to my children and my children's children to tell that side of the story. Because even though my stepfather has been active in my life since I was two years old, even though he is technically the only father that I've ever known, that is my stepfather. I owe it to myself to learn about my biological father. And so... I'm determined, as long as there is breath in my body, to do the work. It's not easy, but I I want to know my true identity. I Let me put it this way. So, Teresa Reese is how... This is what I go by. That is my grandmother's... Whomever she married. This is on my mom's side. Whomever she married, last name was Reese. My mom was a Reese. She did not give me my father's last name. She kept the Reese. So... Although I should really legally be Teresa Easley, not Teresa Reese, or Teresa Mackey, not Teresa Reese. Because that's what's on my birth certificate. That's what I've chosen to go by. But can you see the complication with that? Because if I were to meet someone and fall in love with someone and not know my lineage, my kinsmanship, all of that, I could potentially fall in love with a relative. I've got a problem with that. So dear future hubby, I want you to be someone that I am not linked to concerning a bloodline So I'm trying to do the work in advance. So that way, if our paths cross and when our paths cross, when I get to asking you about who are you related to, I can guarantee because I've done the work that I'm not related to you. This will conclude my podcast on tonight. And before I conclude, y'all know I have to read a letter to my future hubby. And so here it goes. Dear future hubby, today on February 9th, 2021, we buried our grandfather, a mighty man of valor, Mr. Henry Arthur Mackey Sr. The service was beautiful. The sermon my uncle Robert preached was anointed he preached a sermon about family, and it was oh so good. He spoke about Jethro in the Bible and how my grandfather, his father-in-law, was his Jethro. I wonder if you have a Jethro, future hubby. If not, I pray that a Jethro manifests in your life. I discovered something today that all of my aunts on my dad's side are married to either deacons or preachers. Well, honestly, this is something I have never desired for myself. There are two things I never wanted. One was a military man, the other was a preacher as my man. I'm just saying, but now I release this into the atmosphere I don't want what Teresa wants for Teresa. I want what God has for me. That includes the truth about who I am. So, whatever your occupation, I will love you all the same. I love you. Love Teresa. I hope y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening or morning, whichever time it is when you are hearing this podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa.